Bang. 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 So we are back. We're back. That's the second episode. Second episode is starting as of now. Welcome. How cool is that? If you haven't seen the first one, go watch the first one. Oh, please do. It was so cool. It was a pilot project, so we kind of like end up doing like a lot of different stuff, trying to connect you guys with us to see if we're doing properly or not. Mm-hmm. And well, it seems everything works fine. So it was just a pilot project. Yeah. We were thinking like, okay, should we delete it? Should we keep it? We're going to keep it. Yeah. Because it's important for you guys to see like the way we grow, the way we do things as well. So, well, that's the most important. And in the introduction, we kind of spoke about a little bit, you know, where this whole thing started. Um, and as you know, I start this podcast and then stop it every three months. But we're back for sure. And so... <laughs> well, that, that's... I mean, yeah, you know. Come on, that's the second episode yeah, Exactly. See, so, we're look, doing better than last time. So, it's working. You know, we're going to stay here for a while. Uh, yes. And we can grow together, build this community, have a bit of fun, and uh, kind of learn about, you know, soccer and football together. Oh, yeah, Definitely. So yeah, we're here this time, the second episode, to talk a little bit more like about our careers and a few things. It's going to be like a short one as well. Very but, short, yeah. yeah, very short. Uh, some, yeah, our careers kind of stopped before they started. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be a very short episode, but we like to keep them short and sweet. We'll hopefully keep these like ten to twenty minutes long, yeah. unless we have like a guest maybe, or in the future, guest. We're definitely going to have some guests. We're going to have some yeah. guests. We'll line up some guests, whether the you know whoever maybe you know. Ex players, Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo, maybe uh, definitely, maybe uh, you know, <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne, you know, all those, they're all the best. Wow. Um, but yeah, maybe some like MPL players, Adelaide United yeah, players, possibly who knows. Get the uh, connection going, the network, and kind of sure. let you have an inside scoop on their lives and that sort of stuff. A little interview with them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Tell me, so Kyle, so can you explain it to us? Like, how did you start your career as a footballer? Dude, I started like. I grew up down south, man, so I'm not from, like, the west side or, like, northeast, so, like, all my mates didn't play soccer. I was, like, the only oh, yeah. kid. Um, but I joined, like, I lived down south, so my first club was, like, Seaford Rangers, like, under sixes or something. Um, I was playing school soccer, and then we had a friendly game, and then they were like, oh, yeah, he's a good player, join, whatever. Um, and then went to Co for a little bit, um, and then fast forward, Bacala, West Adelaide, Got injured. That was kind of the... Um, had these problems with my calves. Had like a... Eventually kind of diagnosed as like calf compartment syndrome. Yeah. Um, basically, man, it was just like throughout from... from and I remember doing like these state trials and that's when I really first remember like stick. I think they called it now. But like sip or sap for you guys nowadays. And it would just stop me from like running. I'd run like five minutes, ten minutes and like it'd be like... Someone's got like a, you know, a ball inflator stuck yeah, into yeah. my calf and just inflated oh it. Like how I could explain it is if you got on like a step and did like 3,000 single leg calf raises yeah. and that feeling of just like the swelling, the fatigue, the, the oh that God. feeling is kind of what it felt like to run. Um, and sometimes... The time? Yeah, so like it would be like three minutes fine and then depending on the day, oh, it man. would feel that feeling and it would be... some Like there would be sometimes my leg, my foot would actually numb. Like, my let my calf and foot would go numb. Um, and I went to every doctor. I went to every therapist, like, Chinese, uh, ortho, orthopedic, <laughs> uh, chiropractor. Uh, anything you could imagine, yeah. I went there and no one could fix it. Um, they just said, you know, well, 
you know, well, they all said they could. Yeah, okay. <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, come back 700 times and we'll fix that for sure. Well, maybe one day. Yeah, yeah. just send us your bank account and all your money <laughs> and we'll be able to fix it. Um, and we did, and uh, and it never did got you? fixed. Oh, yeah, I owe like my parents. Like yeah, I owe my parents so much money and I, it will get paid. You know, well, I do. I hire my mum now, so slowly paying her back. Um, <laughs> you hire your mum, so she's yeah, yeah. gonna get paid now. Yeah, yeah so we good. do pay, do pay mama for that. Oh, but that's tough. Yeah, but how was it for you, like knowing that you had to stop technically? Like, well, like, so that was like I first had that stuff from like twelve to fifteen, um, like that pain. Yeah. But like, sometimes it would be fine for some for God no reason, um, and I then. Oh, here we go. I forgot about this. So, yeah, we went on, like, this little overseas Genova, GIS, or whatever. Some, some of you guys might know uh, where they do, like, a tour to Italy and you verse, like, into Milan. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. All that sort of stuff. It's just a fun holiday. They sell it to you as if it, you're going to be signed. So, they sell it as a holiday. They, they sell it as, like, oh, scouting agents. Yeah. They're lying to you. So, they promise you. They promise. Yeah, like, hey, you're going to sign with a contract. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're going to be famous. They're like, oh, you come to this holiday. Like, it's, it's very standard. Like, they say, yeah, we'll go to this tour. We play against, you know, That's some of these point. best teams. And, like, you know, you'll be able to get signed and seen. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, anyways. Um, so, when we went on to those. It was good fun. But then I popped my calf. I ruptured my calf. I tore it. Like, I was – I heard it in training, in one of the training camps in Italy, um, on this holiday tour sort of, sort of thing. And then – I got told to take some pain meds. So I took pain meds, went to go play a game. In the warm-up, I just heard this gunshot pop, bang, in my calf. And I just dropped to the floor. Um, and I pretty much just tore the whole thing, sort of thing. Oh, my God. Um, but then, so that whole tour that we paid to go on, I was on crutches the whole time. Great fun. Oh, my God. It was really fun. So you literally went there in the holidays? Not even. I yeah, because could like, Dude, probably. they went to like Rome and Venice and stuff. I literally was on the hotel bed. Can you imagine going to Italy, trying to pursue your dream, and then when you realize you're in a crutch? Can you imagine paying for your son to oh go on this tour, God. and then he does nothing on there? So that's fun. Um, but then I come back home, and, and I... In such a young age. Yeah, and that so was... 15. I think I was four, I think I was 14 then. 14? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and then, so I came back home, and then... When did you go get therapy, like just injury therapy for your thing? I went to, um, the first time went to go see Diego Pellegrini. I'm not sure if you know him. He's super good. Shout okay, out him. Yeah, yeah. In terms of injuries, shout out. I send my plays to him. Diego, you're a legend. Um, really good. So he fixed up my calf in like two weeks. I was like, damn, he's, he's killer. And he said, we're actually doing this Italian, they've got some Italian coaches coming down for a little clinic. Um, and then I went to that. Luckily, he healed my calf in like two, three weeks. Um, and then went to, do the clinic and after the clinic kind of got the offer and said, oh yeah, you know, we want to invite you to go to Italy to some um, professional academy. Yeah. Um, it was third division, La Calcio. They are now bankrupt, but they were. Uh, it, was a, it was a very good experience. I was there for like four years. Um, so after the invite, my parents were like, yeah, sure, we, we can, you can go. Yeah. Um, but that means I had to drop out of school. And I, oh, really? Yeah, so I... I was like, semester. And your support you. Yeah, legends. Oh, parents, Mate, best in the world. that? Yeah, in terms of parents, best in the world. I was oh, super, super lucky with that. Because so awesome. um, I know most would just be like, no, you've got to finish school. Like, yeah, that's finish education, school education. Which, by the way, it's important. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, kids, go to school. Yeah. Yeah, um, don't do what I did. Um, <laughs> but I was meant to go to school in Italy. So I, I dropped out of year 11 mm-hmm. to go 
to, to Italy to go to school there. But Italians, yeah. Italians, you have no organisation <laughs> or sense of uh, responsibility. Okay. <laughs> um, and so I never got put to school in there. So, okay. I, so literally, this is kind of where Soccer Master started. You trained once or twice a day. For the rest of those hours, you do literally nothing. Oh and I was like 15, so I at least went there with a few other Australians and we just literally just mucked around for a year or two. And you had to learn pretty much like a different language too, right? Oh, yeah, I'm Greek. I don't speak Italian. Well, now I do. But, yeah, that sucked as well, so I didn't yeah, I couldn't, uh, speak the language. Um, but oh. the, for the first two years, I didn't even try to learn because it was like five English lads and like three Australians. So, like, we just kept to ourselves. And I, yeah. Yeah. I, took, I found it really hard to learn the language. Um, it is hard. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I, we I do know. That. Yeah. It's really hard. And, and for me, English is such a hard language because I came here, I think I mentioned so you guys, I came here with no English at all. Wow. At least now I can express myself. I can talk to you. That's the like, worst part. Come man. on, man. Like, like, you can't express yourself. I know. Like, you want to say something that, uh, nah, never mind. And everyone goes, looks at you like, oh, what are you trying to say? What, what are you trying just, to say? It's so tiresome. It that, is. Yeah. That's another thing we'll go into, like mental health and like going overseas, like because people are like not idolize or romanticize the yeah. going overseas, like that's the big thing. We're gonna get into another episode on that. And oh, it's it, not, it is a good thing, though, but like it depends. It, it's so hard. Like it's, it's so hard because like it, it's not that easy the way they sell it to you. No, so it's definitely not easy at all. But of course, there's a good things as well, and we we grow as a person. I think like pretty much like what are you doing so far right now? Mm. It's also because you went to Italy and went through so many things and make you as like a, a big man as you are right now. Yeah. And come on, that, that is really cool. So moving abroad kind of like changed your life and at least the perspective of things you see in a daily, in daily basis or something like that, mm. the way you miss your relatives, parents and everyone. And you, need, you kind of need to do whatever it takes to survive. Yeah, 100%. Technically, it yeah. is. So yeah. every single thing that I, I, I never did in Brazil, when I moved to Australia, they were like, hey, can you do this? Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. I remember like getting one of the jobs. Like Someone just asked me if I could do like gardening and stuff. Yeah. I never did it my whole life, but I needed money. Oh, you're an so expert. They were, yeah, they were yeah. like, hey, can you do it? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I bought ready. So yeah, I used to do that back home. As soon as I said goodbye to the guy, I went to YouTube and I was yeah. like, how to do gardening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's one of those things like, obviously for me, it was not as intense because I had the backing of my parents. Yeah. But yeah, imagine like <laughs> without that, impossible. Like, so uh-huh. yeah, I, 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 and like, you know, congrats on like coming here and, and, and doing all the everything you're doing, no. man. Trying to work hard. Yeah. And he works hard. That's why he's here. That's why he's joining the academy. Good. We had to do um, it. But yeah, so, you know, fast forward. So I'm in Italy um, playing the professional academy, um, Lacla Calcio. It was Serie C, so it's third division, but still professional in Italy. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between like Adelaide and uh, you know going to overseas. Like, there's a billion clubs. Like anywhere you go, there's another club because they don't have like a billion sports. That's just football. Yeah, and maybe a couple other things, but um, yeah. So I was kind of just still couldn't get over my calf problem so like my parents like just go over there there might be people over there that know how to fix it so just yeah. go with the flow go to the go drop out of school go to Italy do the whole thing um, but my calves are just always a problem I just could never get over it um, 
and like this meant you could do surgery for it but like then a lot of the surgery says it, it won't be very successful um it can make it worse even like i've heard stories of other people getting it and they've got like two three four times and i'm like how can that be healthy yeah um but yeah so but that's you, you didn't that, do it I never did surgery, no. Okay, um, And so I eventually just came home for a holiday. Um, and then by those... Because I was there for like four years. Yeah. And the last two years, I was literally by myself. Like all the Australian, uh, the Australian guys, the English guys, they went home. They came home. They were like, screw this, this sucks. It's a horrific <laughs> lifestyle. So they were like a little bit more like, hey, that's not good. Yeah. They, they literally sold to us like a different stuff. I'm getting home. The thing is, it's like, I like, I had the mental strength and fortitude to like, you know, stick it out. Like, I did not care. I just wanted to be successful. Um, but my body was like, nah, it's nah, nah, nah And then there's other kids who've yeah. got way more talent than me, way better body, everything. But then it's like, well, they don't want to stay away from their friends. They don't, they have a girlfriend at home, whatever. And, it's it's super hard to be in a different environment. You don't have your friends or your family and you're alone and you it's with social media, you see your other friends partying or having fun and things like that and you go, what am I doing here and kicking bowl for? Um, and so a lot of people just quit straight away yeah. and that's a topic in itself. Um, and so, yeah, I, I came home and then I was the night before my flight, I was meant to go back to Italy and then I just said, no, I'm not going. And then, like, three months later, COVID happened. So, I'm, like, thankfully, thankfully, not in Italy. But, yeah. So, yeah, I just uh, couldn't get over my calves, my problems, injuries. So, I just packed it in. And now, started this. Wow, that's tough. Mm. Well, come on. It seems like a sad podcast. It is, man. Like, oh dude, dude so this stuff kills me. I hate like this. easier. So, okay. Yeah. My, my life as a footballer was a little bit different. So, I, I definitely, I was not the best soccer player ever. Neither. Definitely. But it was like, you know, like when the, in the PE classes at school that you were like, for example, you're not even the first one to be chosen with your friends, but it was normally like the second one yeah. in every kind of sport. So I was like kind of popular. Yeah. Hey, basketball, put in Asia, the yeah. second one. Oh, like futsal, yeah, in Asia. And I was always like in the second, never the first one, but always the second. Yeah, yeah. So I was a really good listener. So I remember like training when I was literally young. I was the kid who couldn't dribble properly, but I was the one... If the coach say, Inacio, go there, stay there, don't move. I would be yeah. standing still there yeah. without move because he told me to. Yeah. So every single time that he comes, he came to me and say, Inacio, do this. I was the only one who normally try every single thing he, he was telling me. So it was really important. So I became the captain. Yeah. Oh, how cool is that? Mm. Like in such a young age, be the captain. So I was quite captain quite all the time. Where were you playing? So oh, back then it was just like, you know, like, for example, yeah. like in... NPL clubs as well, yeah. but like I was like really young. Yeah. And then there one team in, in my country, actually in the city town that I was living called Bragantino. And I used to do like some, I used to play for them, but like when I was like 14, 13. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then I did like plenty of trials in different clubs. And then I went to Sao Paulo and I did a trial. They put me in like some sort of like a reserve list. Mm-hmm. And I went there, I remember like once someone just got injury and then they called me in to go there. And then a lot of things just happened. So let me explain to you in a very short way. I have a heart disease. Boom, that's it. Mm. Technically, that's it. So I have yeah. a heart disease, which just literally make me stop doing everything I had it. 
And it was so frustrating for me because I, I, I thought that I was having like a really nice possibility to become like a really professional soccer player or something like that. Mm. And I saw like plenty of friends just achieving like their goals. And I was like, damn, I cannot even play anymore. So what I did was I, I was telling my parents, I was like, hey, I want to become like a P, PA teacher. So I started doing like a physical education, to become like a physical education teacher. And since 2002, I became like a soccer coach without even get like my, my whole certificate. So I was working in an academy in Brazil. There was, they had like so many famous soccer players that was retired already. And I was working with them. I learned a lot with them. And then when I graduated in 2006, I was literally running the whole academy there. Yeah. It was quite nice. And then I was doing like some different kind of courses to become like a better soccer coach. So you said you graduated. So what did you do exactly? In terms so of- yeah, I am a physical education teacher. Yeah. And I do have like a, a, how you say it, post degree. Like when you finish... Postgraduate? Postgraduate is it? That's the one. So I did one in futsal and soccer, like to develop, like some sort of like a development, sport, recreation, fitness program, blah, blah, blah. It's a huge name. Mm. And then, yeah, so I was was like, oh, I want to do a master's degree or something like that. And I was literally keen to do it. But then you kind of grow up and then you need to work and then Mm. you don't know what to do. I, I met my now wife. Which is awesome. I can see that camera's not working anymore. Great. Good. That's perfect. That's perfect. And I just fired. So, yeah, I'm fired. So, stay there. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> we're, having, we're having technical difficulties here at the uh, Soccer Life Mastery Podcast. I don't know. Oh, no. No. No, it's not. I have no idea what Little cut. Stop. We'll be back. Well, it's working again. I have no idea where should I stop. Anyway, well, we're back in the track. Yeah, we're back. So I have no idea where... Did I, did I stop with the, the other one working there? So anyway. Graduate degree and you were learning yes. and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, and then I did like the whole studies that I was supposed to be doing it. And then I met my now wife. And when I met her, you know, I, you kind of see butterflies all mm-hmm. the time. You get, yeah. you get inspired. You want to do everything for her. And then you stop like dreaming about your stuff because all you need to do is just be with her blah 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 what a good what a good man yeah I know what a good come on like, I'm still, he's look, a keeper I'm in love with her so that's all good no, <sighs> I love her anyway so and then I just decided to work in different areas in Brazil as well and when I moved to Australia I think you guys know because I spoke like in the very first episode so and I was like I'm so keen to do it because every time they come to you and say where are you from I'm from Brazil they think like you're the best one ever mm. Well, as a soccer coach, I, I can guarantee myself, but like as a player, the very come best. On. As a player, come on, yeah. I'm terrible. I'm not. But yeah, he's no, actually very, very good. I've seen him. He's, <laughs> no. he's very good. He's lying. He's lying. <laughs> so yeah, but 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 that's that's the thing. So I had to stop because of heart disease, and yeah, that was something like a really tough. That's the reason I'm still fat. Last year, I got a stroke. I was running a session at one club here in Adelaide. So I was running the session, and then I remember like putting the cone, setting up the pitch, and I was like, oh, damn, I think we're going to fail. And I remember like one of the coaches was like, ha, ah, you're joking. I was like, no. Bonk. I woke up inside of the ambulance, and then I was taking medicine for so long. So yeah, I'm going to explode, in fact. <laughs> but I stopped taking the medicine. It's been like a month and a half or nearly two months already. So I was supposed to start losing some weight, but then I got lazy. <laughs> And now back in the track, so I'm back to the gym again. So yeah, yeah. You guys yeah. gonna see me like fit in 
10 years. No, I promise you, like in two, three months maximum, I'm going to be like 20 kilos. shredded huge. 20 kilos less than I am right now. Yeah. I hope so. No, no. I believe you. We'll keep him accountable. If if he's not in the next couple of episodes of the podcast, just comment below and be like, bro, go to the gym. Well, look, I I think we should just keep right there because like, it's nearly like 20 minutes already. Well, uh, firstly, um, so you were playing San Paulo. Yeah. For the people who don't know, where, where is that? What division? Oh, no, stuff? That, that's a huge club in Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. I was not playing like with the, with the pros because I was like really young. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like technically, well, I go for Sao Paulo. So it's the best team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so but it's literally, if you think about it, come on, like there's Sao Paulo, Flamengo, Corinthians. There's a few huge clubs there. Kaká came from Sao Paulo as well. So mm. yeah, come on, like there's plenty of players who just came from Sao Paulo and they are really, really good. It's a really huge team. 2005, we won against Liverpool mm-hmm. in like in a tournament yeah. we had like in Japan. Yeah. It was like, I think it was in Japan. <laughs> it was like a really nice one. So it's a huge club. Yeah, so massive club. So there's plenty of like titles there. There's a stadium, like 80,000 people in the stadium. Mm. That's a huge one. So, well, yeah. it's, a, it's a huge club. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it, it's good to see you, you know, in terms of coaching, you've done all those sort of certificates and study yeah. and all that sort of stuff, so you you, you know your stuff. Um, so for this the, for the academy plays, you know yeah you're under the best over there. <laughs> he, on, he, he's no more than me. He knows more than me. That's for sure. No, I do not. No, maybe. Maybe. Or maybe not. Maybe, maybe a lot. I don't know. Who knows? We we kind of know, know like quite a lot of things. So mm-hmm. that's, that's and that's why he's the guys. technical director of the academy. That's, and that's the reason you guys should sign up with us and just come and learn with us. We have like plenty of experience to show you yeah. to share with you. Yeah. So that's really yeah. Nice. Well, and we, I think maybe next episode we'll touch on because um, because what we've touched on here is kind of it takes more than just being a good football player yeah. to make it. There's a Perfect. lot of things to, to go into, especially if you're going overseas, the, the mental side. How are you going to deal with not having family or friends? Or, you know, you might think you can stick it out, but what happens when you go there and then you realize, okay, yeah, you're good in Australia, yeah. but you're just an average Italian or Brazilian player. You're not the best over there. Yeah. And then what happens when you get put on the bench once and then you think, well, I'm not used to this. I'm always going to be the, I was always the That's best. That's the reason you mentioned about like, the mental health. Yes. Because we uh, need to know how to deal with it. Yes. So mental health, as everybody knows, is a massive thing. Yeah. It's getting more and more awareness as, as we go. And with football, especially going overseas and things like that, um, that comes into play a lot more than people think. And it's not just how good you are at football. It's not how fast you are. It's how much. How how can you deal with all of the other side of, of football in terms of the mental? Can I can I stick it out? You know, if people are bullying me, or if you know I'm overseas, I don't speak the language. As we said, you can't express, yeah, express exactly. yourself. Exactly. Your mental health gets destroyed, and I that's know. why so many people quit. Um, and so I think we'll touch a bit upon you know how to go professional. What are some things you have to keep in mind when you're trying to go through this journey of, of being a footballer? Um, and all that sort of stuff. So, I think That's we'll touch perfect. on that next episode. Definitely, yeah. Of course, I, I I I need to share as well, like my experience with Melbourne City as well. Yes, it's something that yes. could add something to soccer life mastery, and something that I'm really keen to do it. But I think let's do it in the next episode to not get you guys like bored. I want you guys to entertain yep. the whole time, yep. which is really important to us. Right? So we're trying to keep these short, sharp, ten to twenty-five minutes, more yes. or less. Um, so Melbourne, we start with 10, yeah, 10 to 20. 10, and 20, 10 to 20, next next week, it's one hour long. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Like, yeah. Like, we can't help it. We talk too much. We're trying oh to keep it God. short and sweet. 
Promise. Um, but yeah, Melbourne City, just to let you know, what, what sort of stuff are you going to touch so on? I was, yeah, so I was working in a program called like International Students Program, After School Programs, and I was do- working with the pros as well, like of course. But then it was the other part of myself, which was like recording as well. Mm-hmm. With the pros, I was recording, so I could have learned like a lot as well, watching the way they were training. And this is the elite club doing. you're talking about, yeah, Melbourne yeah, City. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. number city of C. So, oh my gosh, it was so cool. It was such a nice experience working with them too. They're really professional. That it's so cool. I learned a lot with like what I'm doing right now as well, like recording videos and things like that, which is going is going to be like part of my job as well. Yeah, yeah. So, and I learned a lot like working with the kids, with like the girls as well that I was doing it. So yeah, it was quite nice. I, I'm really keen to share like a few things with everyone involved. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, awesome. No, perfect. So this episode was more about getting to know who we are, especially yeah, exactly. our new technical director, Inacho. Um, and yeah, easy peasy. That's it. Don't forget TikTok videos, Instagram, and everything. Don't forget to go to our website as well to see like what we have to offer. Yeah, and, in yeah. terms of our programs and things like that, especially if you're in Adelaide, South Australia. Awesome. Easy peasy. Well, see you guys in the next episode then. Laters. See ya. Bye.